and welcome to day 13 of a year of war and peace. I'm Logan. I'm Brett. And today we'll be talking about volume one, part one, chapter 13. Wow, 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 wow. Pierre's back. Pierre's back. Pierre's back. We get to catch up with Pierre. All the stories are true. He was he, he was exiled for I, tying the officer to I the bear. I love the opening of this chapter. Hang on. <laughs> I have to open my book to it. Give me two seconds. But the opening is Pierre had not managed to decide on a career in Petersburg and had needed indeed been banished to Moscow for disorderly conduct. The story about him at Count Rostov's had been true. He had helped tie a police officer to the bear. <laughs> in case it was in any doubt. I like that they just keep bringing it up. Like, I, I mean, I would too. Yeah, me too. I would talk. I would. I would <laughs> talk about this talk for about? months. For months, <laughs> I'm sure that they will. God. We get a little flashback to when he first got back, and his. We saw one of the princesses, the nieces of yes. the count, last chapter, and we see that there's three of them. There's a whole yes. gaggle of these girls and who are all sisters of one another. An awesome line. And they they're have. His, they're his cousins, I believe. Perhaps the most baller line of the chapter, where he asks to see them. And one of the princesses goes, well, if you want to kill him, kill him outright. And then you can. (laughs) Which is just a crazy thing to say to someone's son when their father (laughs) is dying. (laughs) So the princesses do not. So Pierre hasn't even seen his father since he's gotten back. He's been denied entry. Um, yeah, and then to, to of, of course Prince Vasily is going to be like, no, like he's just so sick. He yeah. doesn't want to see you. Like you shouldn't go see him. He's so sick. You're, you're, I'm rewriting his will. And you're stressing him out he's so, so much with the bear sick. thing. He's really upset about the bear thing. He's re- I mean, he doesn't know who anyone is. Like I, <laughs> I doubt that he's able to comprehend that his son tied a police officer to a bear. You underestimate his comprehension powers are. No, but he's just so that's sick. That's why he's sick. He heard about that and and, and <laughs> had a stroke. He's dying because Pierre. <laughs> Pierre killed him. But the main event of the chapter is Boris. Boris goes up to yes. Pierre. Study. We see a little. A, and they're blushing. We see a great little moment before he comes in where Pierre is role playing as Napoleon. You pretending know, to conquer you England. You know, he's kind of real. He's so mean. He's so real. Pierre is Brett and I's self-insert character. <laughs> He's so questionable sometimes, but then he does stuff like this, and I'm like, "You're so like, you're so mean." He's jumping around there and gesturing at the sword, and this and is what to the this English is what Prime I Minister. do in my room by myself. I put my headphones on, and I'm like in having scenarios of <laughs> just like events in my head. This dude loves Napoleon. Yeah, he loves. He's like in love with napoleon it's a little concerning he's in love with napoleon <laughs> like let's be real he doesn't just love napoleon he's not like a big fan of napoleon <laughs> he is in love with napoleon but boris comes in interrupts his play yeah boris enters and they haven't seen each other since boris was 14 and yes. pierre doesn't even recognize held Bor- boris is 17 like 17 or 18 yeah something like that which i mean he must have had a hell of a i was gonna spurt. say there's no there's he he had, maybe a, he grew he had his, a glow up maybe he grew his hair out or like cut his hair or something he got his money up and he had a glow up <laughs> he did not get his money he does not get his money he did not get his money he got his money down and got a glow up but he got hot maybe he just looks broke now maybe that's what he doesn't know he got hot he used to be boris all got designer hot. <laughs> boris got hot let's be real boris got hot natasha got taste yeah boris got hot and older men and, like, um pierre is like 
used to be fugly. He thinks he at first thinks that he's Count Ilya's son. Yes. And then he and then Boris is like, no, no. And then he reckon he finally. Imagine if he had he let is. him believe that he was Count Ilya's son, and sick. then like four years later shows up married to Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> And they haven't had contact in those four years, and Pierre's like, (laughs) (laughs) Did he miss him on a great practical joke? (laughs) Dude, he couldn't play the long game. My favorite thing about this chapter is how much they talk about Pierre and Boris blushing while talking to each other. They're flushing and blushing. They're flushing, blushing. Boris leaves and Pierre's walking around his room smiling. Pierre really, really enamored with Boris. Boris. <laughs> Forget well, the bully and we got Boris now. Well, there's something about um when Boris just sort of like drops all the Yeah, Boris trauma dumps. He just well, he doesn't even he 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 just talks about Pierre's situation very yeah, bluntly. frankly. He's like, "Yeah, everyone your dad's dying and everyone wants his money. What's up with that, dude?" Well, he's like, "Also, we're broke." Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So he's very just like, "Yeah, yeah." He's very forward and Pierre seems to really appreciate that yeah. about Boris. Which I guess speaks to Pierre. Pierre was probably really lonely. Dude, he's playing Napoleon in his room. He's he's nothing if not... He's rich. As soon as he recognizes Boris and clears that up, he immediately asks Boris his opinions on Napoleon's impending campaign Dude, to invade England. I also like how Boris just doesn't have an opinion. Like, he's just never heard of them. How are you about to join a war that you just know nothing about? Like, <laughs> how, are you, how are you asking... For the equivalent of $500,000 to pay for a kit to join a war that you don't know anything about. Happens all the time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Literally fair enough. <laughs> but I feel like in this day and age, it, at his like social status, yeah, like you got to know something, man. Like You can't just go into the royal guard and be like, so who are we fighting again? Okay, the French. What direction is that again? <laughs> okay, okay, west. Who's that? Napole Napolees? No, Napoleon. Yeah, okay, okay. What does he look like? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like what? You're asking like, oh, what's the French flag? What are they? What color are the uniform? Hey man, there's people in our day and age, in the age of information, who like can't name our own vice president. So it happens, man. Well, that's. I feel like people are just getting stupider. I feel like Maybe just I, I feel like the standard for education might have been higher. Maybe in the past, clearly not for Boris. Clearly not for Boris. Clearly, like, Boris is just well. Not clearly, interested. the men in this book don't care. Yeah, that's that. I feel like that's the big thing is that the men who are joining the war don't care. Yeah, Pierre should have. Pierre's the only guy. Pierre should have never come back. He should have joined the French opinion. army. <laughs> He would have, I think Pierre would have been a great little drummer boy. <laughs> Put him in a little outfit, give him some, some little sticks, let him play his little tune, and he would have been great at it. He would have been amazing at it. But yeah, Pierre uh, asked him about Napoleon's impending campaign. At this time, Napoleon was, was planning an invasion of England. Um, so he was building up his forces in the north of France. Dude, he was, he was getting his money up. <laughs> he was getting his money up. And uh Pierre mentions um he says at the end he's he's talking about the 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 plan. He says, I just hope that Villeneuve doesn't mess things up. Who I was gonna ask you, who is Villeneuve? Villeneuve is the French admiral of 
Napoleon's fleet. And so obviously he needs them to get yes. across the channel into England. It, Villeneuve is currently in the Mediterranean, I believe, on his way. So he has to sail out of the Mediterranean and around to pick the French army up. I would on, just stay in the Mediterranean. Well, like, you don't need England that bad. Napoleon really wanted England. You could, you could have Mediterranean. He wanted, he wanted England. but um, So does everyone. No one ever gets England. Like, I feel like, just like no one ever gets Russia, no one ever gets England. Like, these are just, like, the truths of life. Well, Napoleon was trying to change those truths. Everyone tries to invade great. Russia in the winter, and then everyone dies. Like, these are all things that we know. Like, we know this... You're sitting in the World War II unit for the first time, and you hear that... <laughs> Napoleon didn't and, have that. And you hear, and you that hear that Hitler's going to invade Russia, and he's going to try to do it during the winter. I already know how this one ends. <laughs> This is this is a story as old as time. But in case you're curious about the fate of Napoleon's English campaign, uh, Villeneuve, on his way out of the Mediterranean, will be intercepted by the English fleet and will have his entire navy sunk at the Battle of Trafalgar. So Villeneuve, Villeneuve does mess things up for for the situation. I don't know if that one's at his that one's his fault. Not entirely. Napoleon also gets diverted because he is going to have to go fight this war that's happening instead of invading England. So that does well. Distract if him. the British navy's all gone. Maybe you should have invaded England. The British Navy's not gone. Uh, France's Navy is gone. The British Navy's doing fine. Well, the British Navy was fighting France's Navy. <laughs> so maybe... But they needed the French Navy to, maybe to they get should across have, the Maybe chance. they should have hired a little fisherman. <laughs> a little fisherman. All I'm saying is I could have done a little bit of a better job than Napoleon playing in this one. <laughs> who wins Who wins 100,000 a, a little fisher boats or one British galleon? <laughs> A hundred thousand little fisher boats, a hundred percent. They all they all sidle up on one side, and then they ram and ram and ram. That ship's going down. A hundred thousand little fishing boats versus one dude. That boat doesn't stand a chance. You gotta get a couple of muskets through its sails, and where's it gonna go? The bottom of the ocean. That's where. Okay, man. Anyway, Pierre and Boris are friends now. Yes. They're best buddies. Pierre makes up his mind to become friends with this young man. Uh, quote. The way that Pierre thinks is scarily familiar to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's playing pretend in his room. And then he, like, doesn't really remember this guy. But he's, like, kind of nice to him. And then he's like, oh, that's who you are. And then this guy is straightforward with him. And he's like, you know what? You are a good person. And then he, the guy leaves and Pierre is like so giggling and swinging his feet <laughs> in his room because he wants to make a new friend. Like Pierre might have my brain inside of him. <laughs> he might be me. He's literally me. He's literally me. And then at the, at the very end of the chapter, we get a little bit where Prince Vasily leads Anna Mikhailovna out after yeah, her. Yeah, he calls her my close friend. What does he say? My friend? He says, uh, he calls her something interesting. Goodbye, my kind friend. My kind friend. He hates her guts. She doesn't need to know that. I think she definitely knows that. But, but my kind friend is such a weird thing to call someone you don't like. I guess so. I guess, I mean, in the context of she's crying after a visit with a dying man who is her son's godfather, maybe <laughs> he's just being, he's just being nice to a, to a, to, to a, a weeping widower. woman, a widower. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we get a little peek into, um, uh, Count Bazukov's condition is very bad. Yes. It's very it is, bad. It's very bad. I think 
I think it's just, it's so sad to me that Pierre is like all of these people are so against Pierre that they won't let him see his dying father. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's just like it's Vasily doesn't want him to. Yeah. He, I, I, I assume that Vasily is just trying to I think, keep. I think part of it's also is that Vasily doesn't want Count Pazukov to remember Pierre. That exactly, exactly. Like he's hoping that he'll just sort of slip his mind. Do you have anything left to say? Uh, I don't think so. Just we end with Anna Kolovna in like hysterics. Yeah, over, she's over the condition of she's very affected Pazukov. by his condition, which. I guess I understand. It's always hard to see people in, in illness. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the... I mean, the status of their actual relationship to one another and like how close they are is kind of vague. Yeah, she seems... So. She's only really talked about him in reference to his money, but he is her son's godfather and her uncle. Yeah. So I assume that they... Yeah, uh, there must be a there's little, some sort a of little bit more to it. Than that. Oh, and there's the, the line at the end where she's talking to Boris, they get in the carriage, and she's sure that... Um, Kirill is going to leave something to them. Yes. And Boris asks why, and she says, he's so rich and we're so poor. And Boris just says, that doesn't seem like enough reason, Mama. Yeah. Mama. 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 Um, so it seems I feel like... like she's, she's very idealistic. Uh, yeah, in, it's in interesting. There's, there's a mix of like she's idealism very, with she, very cutting. She's very realism. real. Like yeah. she's very aware of her situation. She's very aware of her situation. But I think that her belief in others' benevolence mm-hmm. is blinding. She's kind of like a Kyuhei Kwan and everything everywhere all at once. Yes. She, that that's is, how, that that's is actually she, a really that's good... That's how she fights. That's a really good um, analogy. Is she's, She believes too much in the good of other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know. No one really has any reason to, it seems, to, to do ill onto her. But neither to really... Neither to do help her. any favors for her yeah. either. Yeah. So time to rank. Time to rank. Okay, so we obviously have Pierre, Boris, Anna Mikhailovna, and Prince Vasily. Yeah. And so I'm going to have you rank them as to who would be more most likely to successfully lead the French Navy oh. in a battle against the British Navy. Who could have changed the Who could have changed the, 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 the course the of history? Of the battle of Trafalgar. Yeah. Um <laughs> that's a, that's that's a great one for me. Okay. Who could have Okay, Pierre's at the bottom. I think Pierre has too much faith in the French army um and not enough actual real-world expertise to lead a naval force to victory in battle. I think he would I think he, as soon as he actually ends up in the field, he would crumple. So Pierre is Pierre is 0% chance. Uh the entire French navy is at the bottom of the ocean after Pierre leads after Pierre leads them into at, the, at Trafalgar. No matter how bad Pierre wants it. Anna Mikhailovna at the top always. Yeah, always. always at My the girl top. on top. <laughs> always on top. Uh, Vasily in second, Boris below Vasily because Boris doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Boris doesn't, Boris doesn't care. Boris hasn't been paying and he hasn't been doing his homework. He hasn't been paying no. enough attention. No, no, no. So yeah, Anna Kolovna always on top. Then Prince Vasily because he's clever and dece- deceptive yes. and has some, has some wiles about him. Boris does okay, but just doesn't have enough information. It doesn't, it wasn't interesting enough to him. He didn't do his homework. And Pierre is really excited. And then as soon as guns start going off, he, he totally, scared. he totally loses the he plot. He shuts down. <laughs> shuts down. <laughs> can't, yeah. can't do it. Yeah. All right, that's chapter 13. See y'all tomorrow. Almost done with week two. Woo-hoo.